Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello, all, and welcome to A Shall We Read a Poem. I'm Russ. And I'm James, friend of the podcast. You weren't expecting that, were you? Aha. Expectations subverted. That's how we do here on Shall We Read a Poem, which is not at all our sister podcast. <laughs> not at all. In, in no you, way. You can tell that, like, I have, like, two friends in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's right. Lauren is still in Scotland and, you know, being way cooler than we are and Definitely hopefully cooler. throwing something at the king. Uh, so we have James here who is uh, who has a poem for us. I do indeed. Uh, this poem is by Shel Silverstein. No, 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 I'm just kidding. Okay, so uh, shall I shall I uh, read it then? Please. Somebody has to. Somebody has to go polish the stars. They're looking a little bit dull. Somebody has to go polish the stars. For the eagles and starlings and gulls have all been complaining they're tarnished and worn. They say they want new ones we cannot afford. So please get your rags and your polishing jars. Somebody has to go polish the stars. Is there an illustration? There is an illustration. It is someone <laughs> polishing a, a stylized star. You... <laughs> I like that you're holding up your phone yeah. to show me. I have the poem right here. <laughs> Holy... Well, you know. I, <laughs> I, I really um, like this one. Well, tell me why you really liked this one. It kind of pulls me in two, di- two completely different directions. So the first one is... I think it kind of, at least to me, it made me think of the people and institutions that we look up to are not particularly, um, they're they're more evil than we think they are. (laughs) Um, Let me put it that way. But the other thing that it calls to mind is a false nostalgia. Like things used to be shinier, but they weren't, right? They were never good. Uh, I, I don't know if any of this is intended, but that's just what it makes me think about is the the idea of, you know, you need to fight that nostalgia. It wasn't that the it was simpler back then. It was that you were a kid and therefore much stupider. Like, it's it's not, you just didn't know enough about the world, right? This isn't a weighty example like, you know, a politician or anything, but right. it's something that, that, that really struck me. I think it was on Tumblr. When you see a... Uh, a movie that's set in the 80s everything yeah. is neon yes like like it's like hot pink pastels kind of a thing and if you grew up in the 80s everything was brown yeah it was not it was not i don't know why everyone says it's so great it wasn't great it's like i remember like my parents house brown carpet and like that with that faux hardwood wall yep every freaking house had that and like, and I even think about the ashtrays at McDonald's. Like, they didn't even look normal. It's like yeah. it, it was the sickliest yellow you could possibly <laughs> like. Here's what your lungs look like, and also, man, I, I will say, I will say this, and this could just be my memory. It seems like every single car today is either black, that color between gold and silver that looks like puce, or silver or white. I do remember more red and blue cars from the from from that time. <laughs> there were a lot of red cars, yeah. weren't there? It was nice to have a little bit of a splash of color, but it was much browner than we think. If anything, the '90s was more like hot pink and teal than the '80s was. When I think of when I think of the '90s, I think of that the the cup 
with the with the blue swoosh on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is the, that, that's like the 90s just distilled into a, into an object. I think of I think of like Jinko jeans when I think of the 90s. That's to me that's like the the 90s it oh man. Remember when they tried to bring back Jinkos? I no, I I missed that because this is, I stopped this was wearing 20, them. I, I I want to say it was 2015. Oh wow. And there was a push for about 7 seconds where it's like Jinkos are coming back <laughs> and the company relaunched and now you go to their website and like they still have a pair of the old Jinko jeans but it's just jeans now. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever. One I t- I'll tell you, you could you could put a fucking Xbox in the pocket of one of those things. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. One trend I really do like is I see on TikTok and uh, Google Google Shorts the the number of young people who are doing like guitar riffs from old like '90s grunge songs is pretty cool. I enjoy seeing yeah. that. It's nice to you know it's nice to to them it's like the oldies right. So yeah. it's 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 cool to see that like there are still some people who enjoy it. It's distressing. I think about, you know, the songs that my dad listened to growing mm. up and it's like, man, and like, th- fuck, time sucks, man. <laughs> it's like, like now here we are and we've got all the old shit and it's like, let me play you a classic from Nirvana. It's like, oh, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Yeah, I, I definitely don't consider them classics in the sense that um, they were good enough to be classics, but I do really enjoy the music. But I'm sure that someone that knows more about music than me can make some kind of uh, argument that they they are in fact classics and maybe they are i don't know the the word classic is difficult to define but if you're talking car terms it only has to be 25 years old to be a classic <laughs> uh, and man true. let me tell you all the songs i like are at least 25 years old that is very true i have heard some i'm, I'm gonna put new the word new in quotes because they're not like yeah. new new i have heard a lot of music since then that i quite enjoy but you know as far as nostalgia yeah. factor yeah the, there is one other aspect of this poem that i kind of wanted to talk about which is i don't know why it made me think of this but why can't you get stuff repaired anymore it's so You're irritating. in the wrong culture. It's so funny because I was just about to launch into this. Oh. Um, because we, maybe I've got Japan on the mind because we just did Japanese horror movies for our sister podcast, which I'm yes. not advertising here. Not at all. Um, but Tokyo especially has kind of this vibe when you see it on YouTube or TikTok of yeah. being hyper-modern. Let me drive my Gundam down to the future store, <laughs> you know, like that kind of shit. But if you go to Japan... Most of the shit there, mm-hmm. they use until it is spit and cable. Yeah. And so, like, like if you go into an office building in the States, for example, you're going to upgrade your copy machine pretty regularly. Right. In Japan, any number of offices are using the first copy machine that was ever put in that office. Oh, wow. It's like they, they just use and use and use, which is why, like, Toyotas and things last so long and are very easy to repair yeah yeah but that it's really super cultural because um you'll have temples that are made completely of wood that they have to replace parts regularly yeah and so it's like if you go to visit king kakaji which is this really famous temple in kyoto that's not this that's not the one that was there a hundred years ago it's like the ship of Theseus. right they replaced each piece of it all the parts have been replaced so many times on that thing I think there might have been a time when 
there was more emphasis on repairing things, but I think as our attention spans have gotten shorter yeah. and instant gratification has become a thing, it's like, well, it's just easier to get a new one. Yeah. Well, the other problem is we don't actually pay the real cost of these devices because a lot of them are obviously employing, you know, exploitative labor and that kind of stuff. I think if yeah. we were paying the real cost, of, like a phone would probably cost a couple grand if everything was being ethical about it. And so you would want that repaired and it would make sense again and that would shift things. But of course, it also raises the barrier to entry for these things too. Have you ever felt an old t-shirt? I'm wearing one right now. I've had this t-shirt like, like, for But I mean a t-shirt that's like over 30 years old. Oh, no, I don't think so. I have a couple. Or at least they, not, with, not in my memory. <laughs> they feel different. Really? To like t-shirts now. Part of it's fast fashion and yeah. easily reproducible yeah. things and like mass production. But like the t-shirt I'm wearing right now, if you if I put on another t-shirt that's I have one t-shirt that's literally as old as I am. My dad gave it to me. Oh wow! And um, it feels so much thicker. Yeah. Like if it, it feels like if I I could rope swing on this thing if I wanted to. And, and now here we are. We're doing the thing that we just said we I wouldn't was about do at the say, beginning of the podcast. I was about to say. Well, I, I think there are. I think there are legitimate criticisms to where you can say this society should should be maybe heading in a slightly different direction. But we're. we're I don't think. Well, I, yes, we are in a sense doing. It, but what we're not saying is it used everything used to be so much better. Because if you want to talk about cars, cars are way better now. Hmm. They're safer. They're more fuel efficient. Or they or they can be electric. Back then, you know, cars in the '80s were pieces of shit, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like ca cars were pretty good in like the '30s, '40s, '50s, and and '60s. Then the '70s hit, and they start doing all this electronic stuff, and nobody knows what they're doing with it. And the gas crisis, and all the cars were some of them looked cool, but they're basically terrible cars. And, and the same thing is true for the '80s and the '90s, at least in the U.S. Obviously, I'm not talking about all manufacturers. <laughs> And now they're getting a lot better. And the one thing I do like is, like, the luxuries that I have in my car today would have been on a 7 Series BMW in the past. Oh, like, yeah. Power windows, airbags, like, Bluetooth. Can you imagine dual climate Bluetooth control. 20 years ago? You would have been a wandering god. Yeah, it's insane. So, I, And I don't drive a fancy car. I drive a Chevrolet Malibu that's, like, four or five years old. It's It's low mileage, so it's in good shape. But, like... It's not fancy. I mean, it's certainly comfortable. I don't mind it at all. It's great. But I didn't. It wasn't that expensive, like <laughs> relatively to other cars. So I drive a 2011 Toyota, and oh, oh do you, is that I, that van? I, yeah, oh, and I was um, I was amazed to find that the Bluetooth works better than the Bluetooth I had in a 2018 car. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, to Toyota's rule. Like, if you just need a car and you want to make sure that it's going to run or that it can be repaired, yeah, Toyota's rule. Ch change the oil, change the tires, mm -hmm. bring it back when the fucking stars burn out. Yeah. <laughs> At 200,000 200, miles, you might need to change that transmission fluid. But other than that, you're probably good. Yeah, those things are Man, awesome. The, um, the 80s Mercedes were awesome. What is your least favorite chore? Chore? Yeah, I was thinking about polishing the stars, and I remembered like mowing the lawn. Being... Oh, yeah. Let me explain. When I was growing up in California, we actually had a very large lawn. I think it came out to the back lawn was something like a quarter of an acre, which is 
it's it's a lot. Like it's 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 not like vast tracts of land or anything, but it was big enough to be annoying when mowing. And my tracks dad, of land? and my dad had this old gas mower that was way older than I was that he had kept running for a while. And eventually he got sick of it. He didn't like how loud it was. He didn't like how much gas it burned and shot into your face. So he bought an electric <laughs> mower. Now these days, electric mowers are pretty darn good. But this is in the this is in the early nineties. They were pieces of shit. Also, no battery. It had a cord. It had a so, cord, yes. And so, because our lawn was so big, it, we had multiple <laughs> extension cords to get this thing to go. Oh, and fuck. so I, you, when I was mowing the lawn, first of all, this thing was weak. And we had some very sturdy like grass. And so it would clog up like every other row. So you got to stop it, get down there, clear the clog, continue <laughs> on. Um, fortunately, I never, I was not stupid enough to cut one of my hands off or anything. Um, I only cut the cord once. <laughs> but mowing this lawn took so frigging long, I could put on... I, I had a, I had one of those, like, Walkman, the CD Walkmans. Mm-hmm. And I could put on an entire, like, album, and it would loop, like, four times by the time I was... I don't remember how exactly... It just felt... It was so irritating. I don't like this... I don't like the smell of fresh-cut grass... I don't like lawns, and now I am I am in a position where I can pay someone to mow it for me, and I am happy to do so. I never want to mow a lawn again. It sucks. What is so funny is I, I was just thinking about the last time I had a lawn, and it's like oh, I've lived in yes. apartments my entire life, or my entire adult life. Oh, so yeah. like, I haven't mowed a lawn since I lived at my parents' house. Yeah, I mean, obviously I didn't have one for a very long time either, and then I finally ended up getting a house, but it's like... And it's a small lawn, and I'm totally fine with it. A lot of people are like, oh, you want to be so close to your neighbors? I'm not. The blinds are always down. I'm not one of those people. Like, <laughs> you know, it's I don't care what they're doing, and they don't care what I'm doing, it, it, which is a little unfortunate that it can't be like a nice, you know, like know your neighbors kind of neighborhood, but that's just not culturally where we're at in the States, especially not Texas. Uh, when I lived at my parents' house, I would have to mow the lawn sometimes, and I... I think we had an electric mower for like seven seconds. <laughs> and I don't even remember why we got the thing. But my dad, for whatever reason, he had a gas mower for a while. I think it broke and then got an electric. And it, But for whatever reason, he also had like one of the push ones yeah, that, was, that only yeah. operates under human power. Yep. My, the, my, my grandmother had that and I had to mow her lawn <laughs> with that. And it sucked. And well, what we found was that the spinny one, the the one from the fucking eighteen hundreds, yeah. cut the grass better than the electric one did. Yeah, they're actually they're actually really good. But when you're young, they're heavy as fuck. Yeah, um. I cannot abide dusting. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know what it is about dusting that I just cannot wrap my. It pisses me off so much. Hmm. Like, why the fuck do I have to do this? Dishes don't let dishes do not trouble me at all. Yeah. Laundry, no problem with that. Dusting, I hope you catch syphilis of the eyes. <laughs> dusting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I um, admittedly I don't dust as much as I should, but I I just I just have one of those those uh, not the Swiffer. Well, maybe it is a Swiffer. One of those ones with the replaceable dust heads that just uses static electricity to track the dust, oh. and they just run over all the surfaces. And yeah, I don't really think about it. I, I guess it's, to me, it's the same as the other chores. That's interesting that you don't like it. Well, podcasting is a visual medium, so I'm going to show you my duster. <laughs> um, now, I will describe this thing for the listeners at home. Uh, it looks exactly 
like a furry's tail. Okay. Like, th- like, think of the, you know, the, the guy who wants to make iffy with you, who for whatever reason is sharing the same hotel as the fireman's convention. <laughs> no idea how those two coincided. But the thing that's hanging out of their butt that might be a butt plug, look at this. Oh, it does look like that. This thing picks up so much. Like, this is even a good duster. It picks up so much shit. And I just can't, like, oh, I guess I could do my monitor long. <laughs> you ever been at a furry convention at the same time? No, I should say never... been in a place that has a furry convention going on. I don't believe so. No, I've never attended. Like I, I th- that is so far out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. I, I, I am so forgiving of so many different kinks, and I don't care. Like furries used to be like the go-to punching bag, and yeah. now it's like there's so many more punching bags out there. It's <laughs> like we got QAnon now. Um, yeah, yeah. But when it, but like furries, I don't know why where the bad rap came from. Like they're weird, but. I've never met an unfriendly furry. So, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, I don't think I've met any furries, at least not that I knew. And so I'm, what I'm about to say is not any kind of opinion on them. It's just some insight into why they might have a bad rep. I have seen a lot of stories online about bad encounters with them, but there's no way of knowing if any of these things are true, right? So it's just one of those things where I think they got a reputation and then it's sort of self fulfilled there are legitimate things you can read about them that are that are negative but like any every community has good people and shitty people like that's not you know unique to furries so i don't know would you like to hear a fucking okay when you said that i i I don't know why but it tripped a memory that i wasn't sure if i had or not it was one of those Mm -hmm. like did i make this up is this something that actually happened turns out i didn't make it up Whoever wrote this article deserves a fucking Pulitzer. (laughs) Randall Colburn. Okay, shout out to Randall Colburn. Writing for the AV Club. The insane story of a furry convention undone by its descent into debauchery. (laughs) Furries are quick... Uh, I have to read this. This it, it is not a long article. There's there's a video that goes along with it. But I'm I'm not going to play the video. How did he fit this many puns into <laughs> paragraphs? Furries are quick to cry, persecution, and occasionally have every right to, what with the likes of Tony the Tiger casting shade in their direction. Their cause, however, isn't helped by the heaps of bad press being culled in the wake of the bad apples in their midst. First, there was Foxler and the Furry Raiders, a band of furries who may or may not be neo-Nazis. And oh, then there was wow. the issue of... Rain Forest, yes, 2015. Yeah, I, the, the internet historian fuck. has an entire video about this disaster, and that's what the video is. The, the, yeah. the video linked here is the internet historian. Rainforest 2015 was meant to be a peaceful gathering where furries could don their best costumes, flaunt their talents, and get freaky or not. But when your festival opens with an organizer addressing rumors of an evil curse, <laughs> you're probably not off to the best start. <laughs> Turns out the furries in attendance had more in common with an excommunicated frat than it did with cheerful woodland creatures. <laughs> Booze, mushrooms, and nitrous oxide were ubiquitous in the halls of the Hilton where mm-hmm. they stayed, as was the lingering stench of shit. Yep. One furry wreaked havoc in the hotel's lobby bathroom, unleashing a wave of shit water two and a half inches deep. Others, meanwhile, indulged in the habit of crinkling which involves the wearing of diapers and a love of the sound they make. 
Do what you will, said the well-behaved furries, who soon regretted their words when those diapers were found to be chock full of diaper stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Later, one of the organizers chided attendees for an incident with diapers being found on people's cars. Oh, and someone shit in the pool. Yep. All in all, the convention was visited multiple times by police who arrested furries. Yes. Fuck, I want to see. Well, I need video of this. So here's, here's the question I have, I guess maybe for the furry community. If they're crinkling, isn't that kind of a different thing? Diaper, animals don't I wear think diapers. So. so that doesn't, that, that feels like maybe some hangers on that should find their own convention or not, I guess, because that the thought of that is extremely gross, but. Well, do you know what's funny to me? It feels a little like I, like people have multiple kinks. Right. And I enjoy the exercising of more than one of them at one time. Ah, and if, yes. how far down the rabbit hole does that go? Because it's like, I'm picturing a furry wearing a diaper that's all tied up in shibari, and they're <laughs> dripping candle wax on them, but it doesn't work because it's just matting the fur. It's like the guy who, go, <laughs> like me, like you go to a Renaissance fair, but you dress as Doctor Who, you know? It's right. like, I'm going to, how many of these things can I cram in here? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I... I'm such an old man. Like, just I don't care what you do to get your jollies, but I don't, I don't think it should be like a public thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but what? But what if you? But what if you get off on getting off in public? Go fuck yourself. Leave me alone. I don't. I don't want to see this. Like, I mean, to, to be fair, at that point, I will leave. Like, I'm what? fine with that too. I'm not. I'm not going to sit there and complain to the manager. I'll just leave. Like, I, I'm fine with that. Rest in peace, Vine. But do you remember that Vine that it was it, it was the guy going no kink shaming, and he goes kink shaming is my kink, <laughs> yes, and it I cuts back, that. and he just goes ah, and screams. <sighs> well, do you have any uplifting thoughts for our listeners? <laughs> it's your turn. It's your turn. Excellent. The next time something breaks, if you think <laughs> you can fix it, maybe look up a YouTube tutorial or. If there's a repair shop for it in the area, see, just see what it will cost. Just go down there and ask what, it, what they think it'll cost. Get an estimate. And then compare Polish that. those stars, folks. Yeah, polish your stars. See if you can. Polish your stars.